smell There is magic to be found And stories here to tell Feed the fire, merry meat Dare to more than dabble All are welcome at our hearth For a little bonfire babble Bonfire babble Welcome to the bonfire Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Welcome back, everybody. Hello, lovely Hello. humans. Hello. Uh, excited to be back this week. Um, happy Wednesday. Um, I just had to readjust myself. I wasn't comfortable. <laughs> I got distracted because she was getting up and I was like, have I already said something offensive? No. I muted myself and everything. I was going to be so seamless. And then, uh, you know, no. it confused her. No accounting for human error. <laughs> it's me. I'm the human no, error. you are not the human error. Uh-oh. You are not. Wouldn't that be a dope name for a band, though? Opening tonight for Peaches. It's human error. I like that. Yeah. I want to be Peaches. Uh, I love Peaches. Anywho. But- hey, we're back. Hey, we are. Uh, you got any fun stuff you want to talk about before we get started? tea no i won't do that to people i won't do that to people (laughs) she's doing that thing that happens when a friend gets a new interest and then it's all they want to talk about forever i get it i get it i bought a juicer once i understand (laughs) we've all been there it's not the same thing Corey. it's not the same we've all been there um (laughs) yeah i'm totally in it right now y'all she's in it deep i have always been into tea you know what i i I am gonna digress just a little bit here knew it so Corey, what? when we first started doing this podcast, was like, we should have a drink section. We should talk about that. And we should talk about tea. And I kiboshed it because... She smushed it. I did. Like I... a cockroach, she went <laughs> stomp. And then it went away. Because I knew... An- I was listening to another podcast that does that all the time. And now I buy tea from them, by the way, The Witch Daily Show. And you can buy their tea seasonally. And it's really good. It's uh, the Potion of Midas. Oh, I God. It. Oh, I love that so tea. Good. It makes the most incredible sun tea. <sighs> so good but i think we should i think we should bring back i bring back i think we should add a drink section we talked about margaritas briefly last episode but as in we just mentioned them and said we wanted them so bad i know so bad it's hot out and hot out makes me want margaritas oh no or palomas oh oh yeah i don't think i've ever had a paloma yeah or a corpse reviver (gasps) uh that's an absinthe cocktail you didn't know Mm -hmm. anyway anyway uh but yeah you know sometimes we have fun teas and this would be a great built-in way for Detta to always be able to talk about tea every episode i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) i'm drinking la croix right now or something like that or it's okay is is it la croix it's la croix of course it is because it's like the river yeah 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 so yeah and and you're drinking water i am drinking water because a large out of a large gigantic water bottle Half a gallon. Do you know what I found up the hill? What? Have I already told you this? So we have this great place called Northwest Art Supply Store. Oh, God, I love that place. But it's really a shishi little store. It's a very shishi store. They sell, like, frames and stuff. Yes, art and frame. And I walked in to grab a birthday present for somebody, like, a month ago. um, And... There was all this LaCroix stuff. There were LaCroix plushies. I kid you not. Cans. Plushies that you could squeeze. There were pictures that were painted and there were six of them like Andy Warholish. That's so funny. I was just like, really? This is what we've come to? This is what we've come to. I don't know. This is what we've come to. I don't know what's going on with that. 
but there you go. People anthropomorphize brands, and this is how we get here. <sighs> I could talk about Prince for a while, too. We can always <laughs> talk about great. We should just talk about Detta's current obsessions. Yeah. Or I want to talk about simmer pots. What are simmer pots? What? I just learned what, what simpering was the other day. Is that what it's called, or simping? 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 Like, I'm a huge simp for Jensen Ackles. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. No. Did you need that in a sentence? Did you not need that in a sentence? I could have probably just kept that sentence in my mouth. I needed that sentence, um, and I like that you... It's fine. He's... I, I am God, team Dean. He's just tremendous, he's isn't so he? so beautiful. Any hooser. No, what's a sim- simmering pot? Tell a simmer me pot. Simmer pot. Is, um, I mean, technically it's kind of like a thing that's supposed to just make your kitchen smell good, but it's a, oh, yeah. it's a spell. And I am deeply, oh. deeply, deeply into citrus right now. Oh, yeah. And so I designed a simmer pot spell that contains like orange slices and lemon slices and rosemary and honey and and it just smells really good. Um, which has me then, of course, thinking about the fact that I want to make an orange meringue pie that I'm <gasps> looking forward to making. Oh, um, oh, you are just like, yeah, I love orange and orange in tea I just want citrus everything right now yeah I know peach is not citrus but yes yes grapefruit do you like grapefruit I love grapefruit do I prefer it with caramelized sugar on top of course I do but I love (laughs) grapefruit do I prefer it with a shot of tequila in it of course I do oh my gosh I've grapefruit yeah oh deep eddies palomas babe oh is that what a paloma is grapefruit and tequila oh oh i I think we need to get through this because it's time. <laughs> I think it's time. Um, like I've been craving like those summery drink. like G and T's with muddled blackberry and lime mm. wedges in them, and just like I just want bright summery fruit. And so yeah. I've been thinking a lot about simmer pots, which you don't well, really think about in the summer because it's hot. It's out. hot. Well, may I just say too, I've never, as you know, claimed to be an expert, just an older witch, <laughs> and still I have never used simmering pots. For a spell. That's ever. interesting. Potions, I think, yes. I think that it would actually be something great because steam is just wet hot wind. Of course it is. So, like, you use a lot of wind. I'm doing it. Do it. I'm going to do it this that, weekend. Fan that spell, that energy, that steam around your kitchen. You just have to be careful if you're using essential oils, everyone. Oh, please for be those careful. Animals. If possible, if possible, use actual food yeah. ingredients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A cinnamon stick. An orange. Yeah. Because that won't hurt them. Yeah. Unless, of course, they're like my cats and get up and try to drink it. Of course. Yes. Yes. Oh, cats. Yeah. They're so smart, but also so stupid. I know. But you gotta love them. You gotta love them. Oh. Little fluff balls made of razor blades. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about this week, Dada? Oh, what? well, we, yes. there's one more thing I want to throw out at y'all before we uh, head into our topic. Uh, Sweet Tooth, have you watched it? I have not watched it yet, and here's why. I am deeply in love with Jeffrey Lemire's comic. Oh. The comic is very good. And if I was to think this should be made into a film or show of some kind, I would think animated. Because the style is so specific. And I saw the trailer and I went, that's all wrong. I've got over that feeling. Okay. And I'm excited to watch it. But I know how it ends. And, like, I know how how rough that story can get. Because I read the whole thing. It's already been rough first season. So I'm... I'm but looking you, forward to it. You know what I do appreciate about it, though, is that the violence and stuff, which does happen and yeah. bad things happen, it doesn't, the gore and stuff doesn't take place mostly on screen. Yeah. It doesn't like, take place mostly on page either. That's really great. I if love you get that. a chance, please read it. 
It's um, it's really really good. It's not everyone's art style. Like not everyone likes Jeff Lemire's style. Mm-hmm. Um, I normally like something a little crisper, but mm. it's very almost abstract. Wow. In its in its style, I'll send you a picture. Okay. Uh, but I I look forward to watching it. Um, the young actor is so good. Well, all yeah. the actors are great, but that young eleven year old kid, he's so good. I don't know. It feels weird saying my roommate. My roommate. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, mm. My my roommate watched it and he was like, "You got to watch this." And I was yeah. like, "I know, but I read it and I'm scared. Yeah. I just need to get over that scared feeling and watch it." Yeah. Because the story is incredible. It's the most, to me, interesting take on an, a post-apocalyptic world. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. And when you find out why. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, get me started. Oh, yeah. wow. Please read it. Yeah. And watch it, but also read it. Corey. Yeah? We're talking about chakras. Did we're I say about it right? chakras. So, which means we get to listen to Corey a lot and I get to ask questions. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't have to do much work for this one. Buckle up, everybody. <laughs> uh, we're going to spend a little bit of brief time in the library where I'm going to quiz Detta. Okay. Uh-oh. And then we'll move out to the bonfire. <laughs> she thought she was off the hook, but I no. I so thought I was off the hook. All right, let's open that library door. Okay, are we allowed to have drinks and food in the library today? Because Yes. Okay, good. All right, here we go. All right. Here we go. All right. Now, before I grill Dada with questions, I'm ready. I want to refer all of you to part one of our chakra series because I am not Just. going to repeat all of the references and all of the disclaimers. I make them in that episode. I am still holding by them. Please go check it out. Check it out. The long and short of it, the TLDR is I am not an expert. I am effectively white. And this is not from my heritage. I am doing the best to relay the information as knowledgeably mm. and respectfully and gracefully as I can. There you go. I will get some Sanskrit things wrong because you know why I don't speak Sanskrit. <laughs> uh, but uh, without further ado. <laughs> yes. We are talking about the fourth. Nope. The third and fourth. Okay. Chakras today. Okay. What do you remember or know, or what have you assimilated into your knowledge about the third and fourth chakras? One of them is yellow, Mm -hmm. and that's the solar plexus. That's the third one, Mm -hmm. right? And then the next one up is the one that the color, is it green? Mm -hmm. And it is not the heart. It is the heart. Mm -hmm. It is the heart chakra. chakra. Mm -hmm. You can say chakra. That's fine. that's, That's what I... That's what I know. And I know that the pendulum, even though we're not supposed to open them, but that's what I learned in massage school. uh, And I do work with the pendulum uh, that if you think a certain way, you can close or open that energy area. And like we talked about in the last one, there is no like necessarily right or wrong way to work with them. Mm. Yes, Um, true. There's just so many different schools of thought uh, because it is part of a culture that is so vast um yeah excellent work when you think thank you of, thank you when you think of your solar plexus center what do you think of oh butterflies my gut 
listening to Literal your gut. Litter, well, or like you know, flutter butterflies. Flutter butterflies. Okay. How you get them in your... But also, because I think of that, I do think of real butterflies all sure. the time. And they're usually blue, not the monarchs. I don't know why. But my nervous butterflies are blue. Okay. Uh, I think of all this gut health. It, it's our second brain. I have a lot of gut issues, health gut issues. So I could talk... I could digress big time. But I think... Uh, it is known to be or is starting to be known to be scientifically as our second brain. Hmm. And it is a black hole when it comes to medical understanding of it. There's very like yeah. we there's a lot about the brain we don't understand. Yeah. And there's a lot about gut health that we don't understand. And it's a very emotional place. Yeah. A lot of times when people get nervous or sick or upset or grief. Your fight or flight lives there. Yep. That's where. So that's what I know about that area. Excellent. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's do it. So the third chakra or the Manipura. Mani, 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 not a T. Mani Pura, P U R A, Pura. So say with the class, Mani Pura, Mani Pura, and it is. It translates into like lustrous jewel or sparkling jewel. It's a jewel, and as we talked about in the previous episode, cannot suggest enough that you check that out. (laughs) Uh, It is all the library stuff I had for you. Let's head out to the fire, get cozy, we'll talk about it. Oh, hey, let's do it. I'm grabbing some s'mores now to s'mores. go along with this one. Yeah, let's We're go. We're going to roast some weenies. It is summer after all. Yes. God, I need a bonfire night. Can we have a bonfire night, please? Let's do it. Okay, great. <gasps> we could do a live around the bonfire. We could go to Alki and have a bonfire night. Oh my gosh, we're doing that. That'd be tits. We okay. have to do that. Okay. The third chakra, the Manipura, it translates into sparkling jewel or lustrous jewel and like we mentioned like i mentioned in the last episode about chakras please please go check that out it has a lot of important information um it is not necessarily that it is yellow but it is that it it reflects the color of yellow it is a fiery place i like that that it reflects the color of it is it is a fiery place it is a power center like that was just saying it is a a place of action, right? Mm. Fight, flight, freeze, fawn. All of those things live there. I love learning things about my brain. Thanks so much. <laughs> it is it is a powerhouse of a place. If you want to think about it as sort of like your ego, it could be like a place of of ego. Oh wow! Of how you want to be perceived. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that is that's epic. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It wow. is a uh it has a seed sound just like all the other ones we talked about so far and this one is rum. rum. Or rum. Rum. Uh so you might hear some chanting to help stimulate unlock whatever it is somebody is saying they are doing for you. Whatever effect is meant to be had. Uh, that is the sound that will be used often. If you want to chant with beads or or a worry stone or you want to sort of find a trance-like place and meditate, you might use that sound as a sort of constant chant, like big breath in, longest rum that you can make, and then big breath in and do it again. It will help regulate your breathing. It will help calm your brain. And it will help you find that place. So that's helpful. Oh, I love that. Yeah. All chanting, I think, will do that. I'm going to do that tonight, 
to go to sleep. Yeah. Wow. Chanting's great. It is a place that it says, I do. Mm. Right? It's active. So there was, I am, and now there's, I do. There was, I feel, and there's, I do. Um, it is, I think, I'm coming at this from a place of personal experience, and I'm not going to name any names. I'm not going to name any places, but I know from experience that there are places that try to capitalize on the fact that it is in your core. Hmm. It's in your abs. It's in your strength, right? And I think that it's very important, just like last week when we were talking about the duality of, of, for example, the Empress card, which is this card of creation. This has duality as well. You can't be all Manipura all the time. And that's part of studying and working with those energies in your body, those swirls of those vortexes of um, energy and intention. They all work together. It's a theme in the universe. That it all works together. <laughs> I know. Shocking. And everything's connected. Yeah. So it's this place. I like to think of it kind of as a crucible, like a hot little crucible. Because You are using all the best words it is, tonight. <laughs> it is the place where transformation comes from. Okay. Okay. Because you are doing. You are taking something and doing with it. So that's your third chakra. So as pertains to your magic, something you might... Yeah evoke or think of as you're working a spell to put a little extra oomph behind it maybe a little extra fire a little extra heat you might think about that place that powerful place in your in your solar plexus just above your belly button that like strong center of gravity um where where your power lives in a fight or flight situation Wow. Um, so thinking of anytime you're doing candle work, like fire spells. I was just going to say some powerful spell work in mm-hmm. that area. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. I no, that's just, that's it. That's, that's the thing. This also deals with confidence. Like I mentioned, it's how you want to be perceived. Yeah. So if you're ever feeling tiny or scared and you want to, maybe have an interview or a difficult conversation or or something where you need to feel big and powerful instead of tiny and scared. Imagine that space like a bellows, like blow hot air onto that space and let it get big and powerful and strong. And if it helps, like do some deep, powerful breathing or, or um, gentle twist side to side or just like stimulate that place and imagine that fire that power like get big do like a power pose and let that big bright yellow engine sort of like power you up so it's your place of confidence of strength of energy and it's important for transformation and change and that's all i think the insight i have to offer on that i love it that's great pop quiz question number two okay here we go (laughs) i'm ready (laughs) she's so ready let me turn the page. Gay pride. Gay pride. What about? <laughs> Did you just answer a question? Drag oh queen. Oh God, Bob the drag queen. <laughs> um, I love Bob the drag queen. Anyway, dykes on bikes. Any hooser. <laughs> I love the dykes on bikes. <laughs> uh, I got invited to be a ride along, <gasps> but I wasn't able to because I was working oh. with another group, and I was like, I want to be on the back of your bike. Not this year, obviously. Not this year. No. This was a few years ago. Anywho. Those when, are my answers. When okay. you think of the fourth <laughs> chakra, the yes. heart chakra, yeah. what do you think of? Dykes on pikes. No. Uh. 
Dum 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 dum. Yeah, true. Uh, so true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not to objectify, I... but leather chaps and leather vests are very fun. <sighs> yeah. Anywho. Okay. When I think of the, well, I think of the heart and being open and vulnerable. It's so interesting because the belly is actually, I guess the belly is very physically but emotionally vulnerable, but the heart area also very, very vulnerable emotionally, I guess. Mm -hmm. Intuition, maybe? Sure. The pulse of things that are going on in the world and awareness and circulatory movement it seems like it would be an active place but we just had an active place so maybe not i don't know so those are the things i think about it okay and i also think of pink because for some reason years ago when i learned this chakra uh, it was green and pink together for some reason i don't know why i don't remember anymore why not i don't know (laughs) Uh, (laughs) excellent okay okay let's expand on that okay so the fourth chakra Anahata. Anahata. Ana. Ana. Hata. Hata. Anahata. There you go. Translates roughly to a complicated concept, (laughs) which is unstruck. Okay. So this essence of being untouched, unstruck, unharmed however you want to interpret that. There are a lot of other ways to interpret that that are more complicated and eloquent than I am going to be. But it's it ha- there's a one sort of visualization of right before you hit a bell or a bowl or a gong or something with the mallet, that space, right mm. before it's struck. So that's beautiful and abstract. Uh, <laughs> it uh, the color that it is associated with and reflects is green. Okay, it, I love that. I have to keep remembering that it reflects the color. It isn't the color in in many schools of thought. Yeah, keeping in mind there are many schools of thought. Well, of course. So you're not wrong. Okay. Okay. And also, we are hum- as human beings. Uh, particularly sighted human beings uh, we associate colors with things it helps us to remember them and categorize them and feel about them it so helps me you should look at my planner so yeah (laughs) yeah i'm a color coder i get it yeah so it means unstruck it is at your heart center and i think that it is important something that has been very important to me when thinking about the heart center is that it has a front and it has a back as do okay. all of these chakras, right? We talk about duality. Yeah. This one, I think the most literally about it having a front and a back because the front is where we give. Okay. Right? The front is where we give love, compassion, kindness, grace, attention. That's where we give. The backspace is a lot more difficult for a lot of people. It's the place where we receive. Mm. kindness and compassion and love and grace and um, that's a little trickier for a lot of people myself included this is also the space of surrender Mm -hmm. love is an active verb right love is an open door (laughs) also that but love is an active word right it's a verb okay it is a thing that has to be practiced It is a muscle that has to be flexed. But at the same time, it is also our natural state. 
the metaphors here. Love is Whoa. our natural vibration. We want to vibrate at love, right? That's where we want to be. The circumstances of the world make it so that that is tricky. Which is why we're probably so anxious all the time. 100%. Yeah. This is the place of selflessness. This is the place um, where we find unconditional love, abundance, empathy. I love this chakra because it gives me the most trouble. Really? Yes, because I have a hard time with the backside of it. I am very easy. I'm very easy to give. Yeah. I do not receive well. Me either. It's tricky. But you're helping me with that. Hey, back at you. (laughs) This is also a significant chakra because it is the midway point. Of the chakras? Mm -hmm. Okay. It is the midway of the seven. Okay. So there are three on either side. Okay. This is believed in a lot of schools of thought to be the place where mind and body connect. Okay. Is the heart. So if if we can talk just real quickly, if this is where the mind and the body connect, would you call it a liminal space when we're talking witchcraft? I would call it a fulcrum. A fulcrum. Okay. I would call it a, you know, on a pinwheel or like one of those helicopters that you spin and they fly and they have the two wings on them. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, the yeah. center of that. It's the stick. Okay. It is, I don't know that I'd call it a liminal space because it's a very real space. Right. Not that a liminal space isn't, but it's it's not an in-between in the sense that Got it. it's in between. It's in between in the sense that it is the balancing point. It is the place where these two things can interface. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. The interface, though, and if that's a place to interface and that's about communication, I just, all of a sudden, I'm just getting so many ideas for spells right Mm -hmm. now that now involve symbolism and whatever corresponds with the heart and the chakra and herbs. And anyway, just mind-blowing, Corey. Before I forget, you said herbs made me think of seeds. The seed sound for this chakra is yum. Yum. As in? Spelled Y A M. Oh, okay. But it's pronounced sort of like a rounded uh, like yum. Yum. And um, I love that because it it forces a it made that a yawn. It forces a lifting of the soft palate. So if you are into vocal work at all or yeah. diction or dialect, you'll know what I'm talking about. But the soft palate behind at the back of your mouth, just before your uvula, <laughs> is your soft palate, and you have to kind of lift it to get that big resonant sound, that yum, and it will make you yawn. And she's trying ah. to make me, she's trying to make me yawn. No, I'm not. A, it's feeling a little intentional at this point. <laughs> I'm not trying to make you yawn. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to talk. I want to talk about. I could talk about this all day. I want to talk about the connection between mind and body. And I want to talk about the importance of the symbolism of the heart being that connection. Okay. Okay. Because when we think of the body, we think of gross matter, right? Not like, not gross like you, gross like physical matter. Mm Mm-hmm. And we think of our muscles, our sinews, our bones. We think of the mech we walk around in, right? We think about our machine. Our meat suit. Our meat suit. Mm -hmm. Our costume. Whatever it is, we think about the physical embodiment of us. And when you think about the brain, the mind-spirit situation, 
that's much more ethereal. That's much less tangible, mm. right? Yeah. Think about the last time you were really in love for the first time. You can feel that physically. This is an exercise for listeners too. Think about if you're in a place that's safe to do it, think about the time, the first time when you experienced heartbreak, real heartbreak. I want to I want to stick with falling in love with Stardust by Friday Tea. Oh, just for a moment. That was my most recent falling in there love. There you go. Think about the last time that love happened, whether it was the beginning of a love or the end of it and it was like sad or mm. or it feels devastating, right? Yeah. And it feels devastating you feel it in your heart in your chest i had that this year with a friend even and i mean it's not that romantic love so there is that there is the feeling of your intuition in your gut right we were talking about that last week how you can feel it in different places yeah but the heart is this it's so powerful the physical reaction when it comes to love and I think about that a lot when I think about this connection between the mind and the body because love is a tangible experience of a completely mental, emotional thing. So when you're doing love spells, abundance spells, when mm-hmm. you are trying to either attract or repel, I want you to think about that space. It's this bright, shining green spotlight. I like mm-hmm. to think of it like a spotlight. It is a physical experience of a spiritual or mental, uh, what's the word I want? Like a trigger, mm. but not like a trigger, but like a, like a, a signal. Mm. It's, it's, it's a powerful tool to use for your magic. It is a powerful tool because it is so easy, whether you feel romantic love or not, whether it's platonic love or familiar lo- familial love, we have all experienced love. We have, many of us experienced the loss of that love. Yeah, It is yeah. very easy to recall that feeling. What a powerful tool to help you like meditate or, or create or project into the world, right? It is also an important thing to remember when it comes to receiving. Think of how good love can feel yeah because sometimes you have to think of how good it can feel before you let yourself feel it Mm. and on the flip of that like don't let heartbreak close off the receptive part of your heart chakra your heart space to what you could receive i have a lot of feelings about the heart chakra (laughs) um i think that in a lot of particularly western yoga classes um it's used as a physical landmark Mm-hmm. And I think that is not giving it nearly enough credit. It is, it's a great physical landmark, like, t- like turn your heart to the left is a very easy thing to identify in your body. Like, oh, right. I'm taking this space and I'm pointing that spotlight to the left. I'm guilty of using that physical cue. Mm-hmm. But I think that it is, it is so much more important than that. I love this sentence from this book I have. It's called A Little Bit of Chakras. It's from the A Little Bit Of series because there's a bunch of them. And it says, the heart chakra's natural state is open and relaxed. We want to feel love and kindness. And can you imagine if we are in that state, how 
how much we can draw to ourselves, how much we can, you know, if you're working for somebody, you know, for, for healing or a spell for your garden or, you know, or for, to find love Mm -hmm. for yourself, just in that open space or healing for the world right now, healing for, you know, Black Lives Matter, healing for AAIP, you know, just, and and that's hard to do when you're so angry. angry. (laughs) I remember, you know, working with my shot woman at the beginning of, you know, 2017 going, yeah, but yeah, but it's like, it's never going to happen if you can't open up to love. And it, it took a long time. You got to remember, you can't be too salty all the time because yeah. salted earth won't grow, my dudes. Yeah, exactly. But something that yeah. might help to uh, also think of of this this color, this bright green space, is that love is a it's an active verb, but it's also a growing thing. Yeah, it is a growing living thing. When we meditate on that space, when we work to live our lives from that space, it creates growth it spreads like a viney plant or moss mm. or whatever it, it spreads love begets more love light mm. begets more light i love it right and that's not the same thing as toxic positivity no y'all. we're not talking about that <laughs> get me started on that trash i just had a huge conversation with someone about that and i got re- i got so salty about it that oh. i literally got short out of like, short of breath oh my gosh <laughs> well because duality is so it's important it's so important and oh my gosh i used to for example i love the sad oh god the sad like heartbreaking feeling of a good sad song Oh, 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 I was at work once and I had a huge conversation with somebody because I was like, oh, this song makes me so sad. And they went to go change it. And I went, no, 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 don't change it. And they were like, but it makes you sad. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't say change it. Sad's, I like sad's not necessarily bad. There's a reason that sometimes we watch a really heartbreaking yeah. movie. It's cathartic. It's so good for you. Yeah. It's good for you to feel things. Yeah. Sometimes we have to shut that off. And I get that. You have to keep yourself safe. But but sometimes, like, you just got to feel the sad or the heartbreaking. Yeah. Amidst the Chaos came on the other day by Sarah Bareilles. I love that freaking album, by the way. You love Sarah Bareilles. I love my current obsessions. Okay. So my current and ongoing obsessions. But it Apple plays doing this thing now, like Spotify, where it takes you to the next thing. And it was all sad song girls of the other than her it, it took me to indigo girls and sean oh colvin and all that the sarah mclaughlin and and i cried for a good half an hour on that trip it was yeah sometimes it's like spotify are you going through a breakup <laughs> right now are you okay um, are you okay do you need some you, tea are you okay bud <laughs> so for the last chakra we talked about i gave you a little well something to think about okay What's so for this, this one? one i also want to give you a little something to think about it is an everyday practice it takes depending on how hard it is for you, which some days might be easier, it'll take you 20 seconds. Something small that you can do every day while you're brushing your teeth or making your tea or whatever the heck. I want you to think of two things. I want you to think of something about yourself that you love. And then the difference is subtle, but it's there. I want you to think about something about yourself that you think other people find lovable. 
there is a difference. And even if you just do it for a week and then maybe write down your your answers to that question, even if they're kind of similar every day, I want you to think about them because thinking about them, writing them down, giving them energy makes them real and makes them bigger and more tangible. I was just going to say more tangible. So something you love about yourself unconditionally and something that you think other people find lovable about you. I love that. Yeah. Well, Corey, thank hey, yeah. you. Hey, you're like so welcome. This is great and it'll be great to put into practice. I just have so many ideas of like want to sit down and journal tonight after we're done and write down some spell ideas. Yeah. Maybe put them on Instagram The or heart something. chakra I think is my favorite. Mm, yeah. Tied for mm. first. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. would you like to send up some sparks? I would love nothing more in the entire world. Okay, let's do it. All right, this week, because I'm doing, I'm rereading the Hermetic Principles and Key of Solomon and all that good kind of stuff, which took me to Jewish mysticism, which takes me to Instagram, of course, which takes me to Jewitches. And so that is what it is. Jewish witch, a space for Jewish magic. It's absolutely awesome and amazing. And she does occasionally get political because guess what? Magic Magic is is political. political. (laughs) Always has been. I would love it if everybody would start to read between the lines when you're looking at your research and your magic and for your higher magic. So yes, I still believe the most important thing is the meditation and the connection and our practice, our actual physical doing stuff, creating those spells, writing stuff down, digging in the garden, you know, meditating, communing, all of that. But there's some very old magic in the world. And if you're not part of a coven and you're going, what are those secrets that all those grimoires have? Start to read between the lines of the resources from very old texts, which Corey and I, like I said already, are going to be talking about in a couple of episodes here. I'm very nervous for those yeah, episodes. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's it, Don't be nervous. It's going to be a blast. So Jew Witches is my spark. But to continue the theme, <laughs> go back to Mortellus's book. Do I have to wear black? Do I have to wear black and look at her resources? That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Excellent. Such yeah. good citations yeah. there. Yeah. And start reading those books and picking them up. They okay. really do their research. I adore them so much. So I can hardly stand it. I don't know if Mortellus like, ever listens, but it's a love fest. We love you. I love you. <laughs> all right. How about you? Um, I have a friend who just the one just kidding i have a friend and her name is tio and she just started a youtube channel yes she did and dada knows her also theater departments they're small am i right um she's incredible she's this incredibly brilliant mind is she like part of mensa did i make that up i don't know i I just know that she's um brilliant and so well read and so silly and good and such a good communicator. That's what's important in regards to my spark today because it's one thing to really understand and know a thing mm-hmm. and be really smart about it. It's another thing entirely to communicate that to others. Yeah. And not everybody has that skill and that's okay. 
I work on it every day. Every day. And, you know, I have I have the privilege of flexing that muscle at work a lot. But but it's this thing that we're doing now. This yeah. is us communicating information. And some days we are better at it than we yeah. are on other days. <laughs> Tio is extraordinary. And she began a YouTube channel called T-Pop. So T-P-O-P Creations. It's on YouTube. Please subscribe. There are only two videos so far. And I oh, see here. The first one's fascinating. I haven't so seen the second good. one yet. So good. I see here that it has 528 subscribers. And I would love if some of y'all could go show her some love because it's basically a YouTube show about history and policy. Mm-hmm. So the first two episodes are called Theater and the Great Depression, which is the one that I was talking about. It's fascinating. So good. And the second one is called State Funded Joy. Whoa. And it's fascinating. That title right it's there. Fascinating. And we have the incredible honor of being her friend. And so I've been following her progress on Facebook. And I don't reach out as often as I should, but I do keep very close track of what she's up to because she's a powerhouse. And I would love it if you could please go and show her some love. And at the very least, you know, check out the video, throw a thumbs up on there, um, mm. interact with it because I think that it's going to be amazing. I mean, it is amazing. It's it's no one can compete with like SciShow and like you know. But remember, witchcraft is about a liberal arts education, Hell so you yes. can bring things into your witchcraft practice. <laughs> and and I think that also it provides important perspective and context for yeah. subjects that you might not think affect you, but do. Yeah. Because maybe you hear the words theater in the Great Depression, and you're like, I don't care about either of those things. Oh. They affect you. Oh yeah, they even, affect you even now. Even now. Oh. So, so I would please, please request that you just go check her out. She's great. That's T-Pop Creations on YouTube, and um, I can't wait to see what kind of cool stuff she comes up with next. Well, we hope you've had an amazing June, because you know summer solstice, gay pride. Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Yeah. Now let's get all the other stuff that no should be going shit. with Juneteenth. Get me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Get me started. Yep. It's just, it's not. <laughs> it's not enough. Form, it's not a platform that requires my voice right now, but I'm feeling things. Well, for those of you, we're supporting you. Yeah. Just we're, know. we're feeling things. Yeah. Feeling the things. Yeah. Signing the things, reading the things, yep. watching the things. Still fighting. Fighting the things. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's been a it's been an amazing June and we're already moving into July. Big shifts, big changes, yeah. big things coming down the pipe. Yeah. I'm very excited. But until until that next time, be well. Harm none. And don't forget. You are magic. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And we'd like to ask you to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. And to press the little plus sign on Spotify to add us to your episodes. You can also find us on iHeartRadio and just about anywhere where you listen to podcasts. But if you want to reach out and talk to us, you can email us at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter or just ask us questions and hang out. You can catch us on Twitter at bonfirebabble or on Facebook at bonfirebabblepodcast or on Instagram at bonfirebabblepodcast, which is where we spend most of our time. Yes. We are also... Hooray! On TikTok now at Bonfire Rebel Podcast. Thank you, Corey. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, it's a little baby page right now, but we are recording things and putting them up.
and our website will also start to have a lot more information and that is bonfirebabble.com. You can also reach out to us in a more tangible way. We have a P.O. Box now, which is P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. We would like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle. The Duwamish people, past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. For more information, reach out to realrent.org.